Hi, and welcome to another Tap Talks HR podcast. Today, we are speaking to Andy Roberts, Senior Leadership Consultant and Change Practitioner, about change in organizations, particularly how HR leaders can understand and act on the challenges that change entails. Hi, Andy. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Anthony. Thanks for having me. It, and Andy, at the moment, we hear a lot about the term VUCA when talking about change. Uh, do you want to just explain to those listeners who might not have heard about the term VUCA what VUCA actually is in the world of change? Sure. So VUCA comes from the U.S. military and um, from their work um, in the last 10 to 15 years. And they, they developed this to explain the environment that they often face themselves in now, uh, which is similar to the world of HR, I think. HR exists now in a world that is VUCA. And VUCA stands for uh, volatility, uh, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. So really it's about describing uh, an age where we are living in a scenario where the things around us are not as steady and as singular as they used to be and the fact that there's constant change around organizations and often actually within organizations also. And so VUCA is really descriptors for how the world is currently. And so VUCA fits into the HR world, I think, pretty well in that sense. Yeah, and I think when we look at um, change in organisations, I think gone are the days when when I started out in the world of HR where you'd have one or two change um, activities or projects in in a year and what would start and finish and then the next one would start and finish. It's almost like there's little eddies of change, constant change going on all the time and it seems to be getting more and more as we as we go on. I don't know if you see that as well. Absolutely. So the I think the only constant now is change and particularly the pace and the velocity of that change. And so a lot of the older models of change management that have been banded around, you know, are now 30, 40, 50 years old. And so VUCA is a an interesting idea or framework to consider the change techniques that we need for the future. Okay, and can you give some examples? Uh, I mean, we're talking about volatility, uncertainty, complexity and ambiguity, but they sound quite similar in some ways. So can you like break it down for us and, and tell us what, what, how you see they're different and similar in the same way? Sure. So volatility, I mean, in itself, these are all words that come from Latin, right? So a Latin uh, word volatility is uh, volatilis, which is to fly away. And that's really about uh, fluctuations. And so examples would be right now you know, fluctuations in the stock market, uh, as an example. Um, so in an organization, the, the share price of the company is going up and down or the suppliers um, or the customers are buying less or more uh, over time. And so that's really about the, the change of something that we know, but the volume is going up and down. So price is fluctuating or share price fluctuating. And so um, in the organization, um, that could be that it's a challenge that's happening uh, and it's expected or vaguely expected, um, but it might be unstable. We don't know how much change or growth is coming or how much shrinking is coming. And so volatility really is that, that raising and reducing of something. You know, uh, market share, prices, uh, customer satisfaction uh, are all impacted by volatility.
And so in the organization, from a HR perspective, you might see that having the impact in terms of uh, how many staff they need, what skills they might need for the future. Do they need to um, have a smaller fixed workforce and a, a bigger temporary workforce? And so volatility of marketplace prices, customers can have a big impact. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking there about, um, you know, in, in the movies when you get the little needle going up and down when there's an earthquake or something like that. It's the amount of, of shaking of the needle is the, the amount of volatility. And you don't really know what that's going to be in a world that's ever changing. So, yeah, I, I get that. that that's, that's a really good example. Thanks. What, what about um, uh, uncertainty? Well, so in uncertainty, again, the, you know, the word comes from Latin, certus, which means to sift, to discern or to decide. And I guess in its negative form, you could say it's about inability to make decisions. Um, but uncertainty really is is typically characterized by a lack of information. You might not even necessarily know the cause or the effect of something. So we don't know right now here in the UK, you know, what's going to be happening politically in the next three months, four months. And so um, change is possible, but it's not definitely a given. And so the uncertainty is just really not knowing necessarily what's ahead. And so in the business world, I can think of this as being, you know, for example, you're competing against two major competitors. You've heard the rumors that they have got new product launches coming, but you don't necessarily know what those product launches are going to have in terms of the impact on the market or on their business. And so uncertainty is just about not knowing what's ahead of us in the short to medium term more than anything else. And again, you know, from an organizational perspective, it might be that um, the organization needs to invest in finding out, collecting, interpreting and understanding the future and having people who are able to deal with ambiguity and uncertainty. Because that's the thing, isn't it? Um, I mean, we'll get on to, to ambiguity. So, so uncertainty is almost like you know the path, you know kind of what's going to happen, but you don't know enough about it yet to to be making firm decisions. So volatility is almost like the, the scale of fluctuation. But this is actually a, a bit more about something's coming, but you can't make a decision. Correct. Okay. So, so that's um, uh, the obviously easy one. So let's talk about complexity being complex. Okay, so well, complexity again comes from Latin complexus, which means totality. And so if you think about this as how you perceive the events around you, it's really about looking at the interconnectedness of all of the moving parts that are happening around the organization or in the, in the business place. And so it's all about the number of variables and the number of interconnected parts. And business is no longer particularly simple. There's lots of complex supply chains involved and often, you know, multiple people, multiple providers, multiple suppliers, multiple customers, and sometimes there's suppliers are customers. So it's really that complexity is the, the level and amount of interactions going on. And so, for example, complexity of doing business in Europe you know, we have at the moment in the UK, we have one regulatory framework, the EU framework. If we were to move out of that, we're going to be starting to deal with a lot more different regulatory frameworks, uh, including tariffs, uh, working with possibly new countries and new new organisations and new bodies. Um, a really interesting example for me as well is uh, when the Fukushima nuclear plant accident happened in Japan with the tsunami. Um, a lot of people in Europe didn't really at the time recognise the impact of that, but um, as soon 
soon as that happened, people in Europe, particularly in Germany, started protesting against nuclear power. And that in, in itself caused uranium prices to dwindle. So um, whilst people might say, well, that's not going to impact Europe, it actually did because uranium prices were impacted. So it's really about the complexity of things going around the organization. So it's really it's almost like there's a, a, a spider's web of interconnectivity and, and it's the knock on effects of one thing into another. And now we, we live in a globalized market um, thinking about retailers are, are like omni channel. They have a presence on a physical presence and an online presence. Things are not as simple as what they used to be. Um, and therefore, we have more to think about when making a decision about uh, a strategy or something. So therefore, the level of complexity goes up. So therefore, how we make a decision, it becomes harder to make sure we've thought of everything in the process and by the way i'm really uh, liking the uh, uh latin lesson i'm having today so that's fantastic so let's move on to the last one for ambiguity so is this okay. one greek or is this one latin it's also latin as well says so uh ambiguity which means to be undecided and ambiguity is precisely that right it's where a situation might have more than one meaning and that's different from uncertainty right because uncertainty you're not sure but ambiguity is there could be multiplicity there could be different outcomes from the same situation. So it's really saying that the causal relationships are not necessarily completely clear. And so you might not have precedents that exist and therefore you're facing, um, I think it was Donald Rumpel who said the unknown unknowns. And so examples for this in the, in the, the business world might be that as you move into a new market uh, or you create a new product, you're not exactly sure what's going to happen or what the impact of that new market on, on your sales growth or business will be or that new product. So there's always some unknowns around launching a new product. Um, and another example for me right now in organizations is this whole thing around artificial intelligence and the impact it's going to have on business. You know, everybody's talking about there's going to be increased automation and people are going to lose their jobs. Um, but actually, we don't really know. And so the future of impact of artificial intelligence is particularly ambiguous at the moment. And, and that's that's really interesting, isn't it? And, and you touched on, on a point that, that I hear quite a lot as I'm going around and talking to HR leaders is, is that bit about um, 50, that, that number that gets plucked out of the air. 50 percent of jobs won't exist in 10 years time. And actually, it's not the fact that these jobs won't exist. It's just between now and 10 years time, automation will be continuously evolving what we're doing to more higher thinking functions kind of thing. And and therefore, as you say, we don't necessarily know the ambiguity of where we will be in 10 years time, but we can start to be predicting what we're seeing now, where we'll be in a year, 18 months, and all that will be leading towards that. So I suppose even though it's ambiguity, there is still something we can be doing about that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so that's great. So, so VUCA, American military, use it in organizations. Um, I know we, we've spoken to senior leaders, uh, and they're very interested in this concept of VUCA because it helps, it helps business leaders and HR leaders break down a complex unknown into maybe four different facets that helps them kind of identify what type of unknown am I talking about now? What type of, uh, is it complexity or is it a volatile market and, and what do I need to do? So I suppose that leads us on very quickly to what 
do you think business leaders can do or what are your ideas around what business leaders, HR leaders can do to deal with this complex world that we've got going on out there? Well, I think um, the first thing is for leaders and, and HR leaders particularly is to really think deeply about what is their role. And so often we think about the role being the job description, but actually it's about what value or impact do you have? And so I definitely say to HR leaders, be thinking about what is the role of HR in this uh, VUCA world and really rethink about how they do their role and how they support everybody else around them be able to cope with the VUCA environment. Um, I once read a, a, piece, a piece of work around VUCA and the history of VUCA, and they talked about if you flip the acronym on its head, then that becomes an interesting way of thinking about what you need to do as a leader to deal with VUCA. And so uh, the V, rather than be volatility, becomes vision. And so I think uh, HR leaders need to give clarity about what the direction is and where we're going and support people with that. At the same time, the U of uncertainty becomes understanding, and that's about understanding externally what's happening in the marketplace and, or in the industry uh, and what's happening with the roles that are required for now and for the future. Um, the sea of complexity turns into the sea of clarity, so give people a sense of certainty, even though everything is not necessarily certain, but give them a sense of platform, of understanding of what's happening and why. And then the A of ambiguity becomes the A of agility. So help your people and also senior leaders be comfortable changing and adapting. And the agility one for me particularly is important. I know there's been a lot of movement over the last few years around learning agility. And so I definitely say HR leaders need to be themselves, particularly agile with their learning, but also build that in for other people as well. And I guess there's more things that we can do as HR leaders. So things like communicating clearly, making sure people really understand us, being more flexible and getting fresh perspectives. And at the same time, really developing people around us that are more collaborative, because one of the best ways of dealing with the VUCA environment is raising the level of collaboration. I think with that, recognizing that long term permanent solutions don't necessarily work and actually start building the, the heroes of the future right now. So building those collaborative people who are able to think divergently, think creatively and really uh, work into the future. And I think finally, the last thing I'll say is uh, raise their level of listening and paying attention to what's going on in the business as well as outside of the business. And particularly thinking about what are we doing and why are we doing it? I mean, there's so much there, isn't there? And I think this is the in interesting thing. Uh, we're talking about VUCA here, but we're, we're, we're actually talking about the, the world of change. And I think the world of change links into almost every part of the HR function. Uh, if I think um, you were talking about there about the agility part and the learning agility. Well, the reason we do learning inside the organizations or one of the reasons is is because actually by doing some learning, you are actually the, the, the person receiving the learning is actually going to think differently. And by thinking differently, they will make different decisions. So therefore, change happens because the decisions they would have made, therefore, or made differently because they've done some some learning and I think uh, that that therefore getting the listening part as well and the collaboration part of getting that feedback loop going and thinking how can we do differently things differently with a VUCA lens I think is actually we, we 
it's, it's almost like that's a change process in itself without change with a capital C kind of thing. So it's an evolution rather than a revolution when thinking about change. I think so. I think there's part of it is about how do we develop the internal capacities to deal with uh, change and the environment that's you know shifting so much. I also think part of it is about being proactive you know, externally. So, you know, one of the things I'd be saying to HR leaders is you need to be hiring people that are more agile in the way that they do things, as well as developing the internal agility to be able to be flexible and adapt to what's coming up in the future. And also it's building um, skills and competencies and culture that really allow people to uh, be flexible and experiment and take risks. And so there's there's definitely some things that need to be done internally, but also we could be you know, hiring and recruiting and selecting and building competence ready for the, the VUCA world that we're, we're in as well. And I guess for me, you know, that also ties into some other work as well around this uh, that's being done. So in um, Ciad, Ian Woodward, who's a professor there, he's actually extended the VUCA word to DVUCAD, and he talks about the world is in constant disruption. And then the other D that he adds on to the end of VUCA, uh, the VUCAD, he talks about diversity and the fact that organizations need to be more diverse. And I think both of those things are re- really relevant, being able to deal with disruption, but also using the strength of diversity in the organization to deal with VUCA. Yeah, and I think if you've got a diversity of thinking, a diversity of background, where people um, have come from previously or their upbringing, you're more likely to be able to predict as an organization uh, what's going to happen in the future because you've got more experiences, uh, uh, say diverse experiences coming into the the thinking process. I like your idea about um, core skills and, and actually recruiting for people who demonstrate uh, uh, an agility of being able to to, to move around, because I think job roles are, are kind of almost like so last year, aren't they? It's almost like people enter an organisation, and the role that you enter into might not exist in three or four years' time. But if you have those core skills that you can adapt, then actually your career can move internally uh, and be quite exciting, probably, because you might not stay in the same role moving forward. So I like the concept of core skills. And I think with that, the, I think there's going to be a, a change in the, what 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 is an organisation and what's the boundary of an organisation. So as as we um, connect in with you know uh, freelance workers in the gig economy that are outside, you know the boundary of what's the organisation will become a bit more permeable. So people will shift, I think, in the future in and out of the organisation. So it's giving the people the skills to to be able to adapt to changing ways of working as well as the skills that they need for their kind of core area of their business as well really and that's really interesting i was talking to a university lecturer uh, the other evening and, and we were having a conversation about what is an organization and actually is there such a thing as an organization um which kind of addled my brain a little bit to begin with but you're right the the, the boundaries are blurring to what's inside and outside uh moving forward especially with the way people work um and gig working etc moving forward i suppose from my point of view the one thing i wanted to get into this conversation about um change and vuca and and the, the, the the volatility of the world around us at the moment is actually the role of the leader uh, and i heard something really interesting the other day we uh, i've always heard that the, the term managing task and leading and, and leaders lead people but actually they were saying oh the managers do the process but the leaders are change agents 
because absolutely everything a leader does, be it developing another person, delivering on a strategy, uh, changing the mindset of, of people within the business, all that is an element of change and lifting and shifting something inside of the organization. I don't know if you've got a, a thought around leader's role in VUCA and change. Well, absolutely. So it, it kind of connects back into your previous comment about what is an organization. So the one thing is, is an organizational having a legal entity, um, but actually organizations are social entities. And so leadership and, and VUCA is really about how do leaders effectively work effectively across the organization to help people get to where they need to get to. And that's not about command and control and leadership from a title or a position, but it's really about engaging in conversations and, and co creating the future together with people. I think gone are the times where the strategy department sit in their own little bubble and just do their own thing and define where we're going. And actually leaders at all levels, and that includes individual contributors as leaders, really help everybody else raise their awareness, co-create plans, and then uh, commit and be accountable for those plans. And so I don't see change management as being a separate skill set anymore. I think it's probably front and center of all the work that all leaders do at all levels. It's almost like uh, the main competency for being in work is to be part of and be able to do change and be a change agent. So it's almost like every employee is is almost becoming a, a change agent in, in some way or form. Uh, and, and it goes to another saying that I know Justin Trudeau, the Canadian prime minister, said recently uh, at um, a climate change summit. And he was talking about the world will never be as as slow or the same as it is today is everything is accelerating we and and um and i, I don't know who to attribute that that quote to if you're listening to it then that is your quote thank you very much um but um but yeah i think it's the pace of change is going on and i think the role of hr leaders and business leaders is, is to actually um try and help make sense of maybe the uncertainty and the ambiguity for the people around them when change happens sometimes it's unsettling for employees so i think the vuc term maybe helps there as well mm -hmm. it's definitely for me about creating a community of people that sense make and, and make decisions together okay well andy i mean our time is is uh, upon us um uh, we cannot stop time that is linear i'm afraid um so um is there one thing you'd like to maybe leave uh, our our listeners to our podcast with around the concept of, of VUCA and, and change and how it fits together? For me, I think the critical thing would be to challenge your, their thinking around why do they do what they do and how can they do it differently? I think the biggest barrier to surviving and thriving in the VUCA world is, is connecting to old habits. And so uh, question everything and be curious would be the two things I would recommend. That's great. And uh, so, so listeners, um, you need to be curious. You need to now doubt if there's such a thing as an organization. And you've learned four words of Latin today. So I hope you've got your money's worth from this podcast. Andy, thanks ever so much for joining me today. It's been entertaining, uh, as I know we've spoken before on a podcast. So thank you very much for joining us. Today. You're welcome. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget that you can find out more about this topic and, and other people challenges at our website, tapsolutions.com, where you can find all of our other podcasts, our blogs and other resources that we have. But that's it for now. We'll be back soon with another Tap Talks HR podcast.